PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing Derrick Henry because he's back, Sam. He has been designated to return from the injured reserve. Uh, we thought that he could have been out for the season, but Derrick Henry is back. I don't think he'll play this weekend, but he's available for the playoffs. And he's got about three weeks now to get ready because the Titans, assuming they win against the Texans, will have the number one seed. So, of course, what does Derrick Henry bring to this Tennessee Titans offense? Yeah, it's funny. In a weird way, that game against Houston becomes super important for Tennessee because you want to buy Derrick Henry that extra week of of rest and, and recuperation. I know they're saying there's an outside chance he actually plays in that game against Houston. That feels crazy. I'm not like, buying in. There's, I'm not there's buying no in. upside to that whatsoever. There's risk and there's basically no plus point to that at all. They're running the ball fine without him right now. Okay, you're still shooting for that number one seed, but uh, at this point, like the biggest boost to that is the the extra rest time you get for Derrick Henry. Obviously, getting him back is huge. Like Derrick Henry hasn't played since week eight, and he's still sixth in the NFL in rushing. Um, he's also sixth in the NFL in rushing touchdowns. The guy has almost a thousand yards and ten rushing touchdowns, and he hasn't played the game since week eight. Um, like he's been the bedrock of this offense for the past couple of years. We saw the impact that A.J. Brown made when he gets back or when he got back, um, if they can get a healthy Julio Jones. And I know, as I said, Dante Foreman has done a good job running the ball in his stead, but Dante Foreman isn't Derrick Henry. And having Derrick Henry back there absolutely transforms things. Yeah, look, we, you and I have been sucked into the maybe running backs matter a little bit discussion because of the way Derrick Henry has played and I think the, my uh, my acknowledgement in that whole discussion is that there are games when Derrick Henry can absolutely take over, right? They, they made a comeback back in week two against the Seattle Seahawks where they were down multiple scores and they didn't just turn to the pass. They actually turned to their running game, gave it to Derrick Henry over 30 times, and he helped fuel this second half comeback. That just doesn't make sense, right? Um, but he is capable of doing that. I, I will say, though, if you're in this running backs don't matter world and you wanted to make your point with Derrick Henry out... You could look to Dante Foreman's production and some of Dontrell sure. Hilliard's production and say, okay, they didn't have a massive drop-off as far as the pure rushing game went. However, they had a big pass game drop-off. And I know there was a lot of playmaker issues. A.J. Brown was hurt. Julio was in and out of the lineup and all that fun stuff. But I do think that is a, that is also where Derrick Henry brings value to the table. It opens things up for A.J. Brown, presumably a healthier Julio Jones, and I do think it's going to be the Tennessee pass game that gives them the ability potentially to make that Super Bowl run as the number one seed. Yeah, and this was an element of what we were talking about, you know, right before Derrick Henry got hurt is not so much that the production is going to be different, massively different from Derrick Henry to the next running back that gets put in there. But what impact does Derrick Henry have on that passing game? And, you know, we were starting to come around to this idea that, the reason Ryan Tannehill was one of the best graded quarterbacks in the NFL since he got to Tennessee was not because of, of um, you know, how great the situation was there, but because Derrick Henry had kind of laid the foundations for this, um, for this passing game to be good, but Marcus Mariota was not taking advantage of it. And all of a sudden, Ryan Tannehill shows up and is able to step into this ready-made situation for play-action passes and you know, defenses that were crowding the line of scrimmage and stacking eight guys in the box all the time and hit those passes that Mariota wasn't. So it was Derrick Henry that had kind of created this environment that was ready 
for a, a really efficient passing attack. They just didn't have the quarterback. And when they made that switch from Mariota to Tannehill, it wasn't like the, the upgrade at quarterback was so huge. It was that they finally had a, a quarterback capable of taking advantage of what Derrick Henry was creating, which in turn had this knock-on effect of Derrick Henry getting some more space when, they, when everybody kind of reacted to, uh, to defend the pass. Dante Foreman, for as well as he's been running the ball, like doesn't have the same effect on defenses. Yeah, and we saw A.J. Brown, you know, a couple weeks ago against the 49ers just absolutely just change the, the Titans passing attack, right? I mean, double-digit catches and, you know, close to 150 yards. He's, he's Tannehill's guy, right? I mean, Tan, if you want to say, and it, so you could do this Tannehill with Derrick Henry, without Derrick Henry, you could do with the Dolphins and with the Titans and all that stuff. Yeah, Tannehill has Derrick Henry with the Titans, and maybe that's a big part of his... Uh, you know, his career change, but how much of it is AJ Brown? You know, how much of it is that dude who absolutely could take over? So uh, I want to get into what this actually means for the Titans and the different ways that they can win now with Derrick Henry back. But first, we've hit the final week of the pro football regular season. College football is heading into the national championship and DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. New customers can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So let's wind down the season with a big win. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can still find a way to the winner's circle. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests and DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. It's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only minimum $5 deposit, one to already required, one per customer. Restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All I'll say is a couple of years ago, you saw Derrick Henry reel off a 66-yarder by stiff-arming Earl Thomas to hell. The number one seed Ravens, that was a big part of the upset. Ryan Tannehill didn't have to do too much in that game. I'm a stickler with the pass game is more important for the Titans, but there are these individual games where it's Derrick Henry who takes over. It's A.J. Brown who takes over. The Titans just have more ways to win here in January. That, that stiff arm on Earl Thomas was one of the most iconic plays that a running back, I, seriously, like not even hyperbole, one of the most iconic plays that a running back has ever made. He didn't just stiff arm Earl Thomas to hell. He essentially had him turned around and was almost using him as a human <laughs> shield, like Nelson from The Simpsons, you know, where he's like picked up the guy and it's just like smashing all these little kids out of the yeah. way. That's what Derrick Henry was doing to an all-pro defensive back in, in the middle of a game. It's absolutely insane. And like, that's the reason that Derrick Henry was seen as this incredible running back. And now all that love has swung to Jonathan Taylor and people are trying to make an MVP case for him. But... Like Derrick Henry has been that guy for two and a half years until going down. Getting him back, I think, is is transformational for this team. And in particular, when you, you know, combine it with AJ Brown being back and Tannehill being able to exploit that and hopefully, you know, you get some version of a healthy Julio Jones. That's the other X factor here. But like Tennessee is potentially gonna lock up that number one seed. But nobody really thinks they're that good. You know, everyone thinks the Chiefs are better. People are talking about various other teams in the AFC. Nobody's really focusing on Tennessee. I do wonder how much that changes if you have to worry about Derrick Henry in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, and, but I think people aren't thinking about them because they don't have the flash, right? I mean, Ryan Tannehill had those two 
uh, really highly graded seasons, 19 and 20. This year, his grade went down a little bit. His production went way down. So his stats went way down because he didn't have the guys to throw to, right? We separate the quarterback's play from who, who, the, what the playmakers are doing. You didn't have Julio Jones. You only had A.J. Brown for a certain amount of time. So Ryan Tannehill was, I mean, this was part of the issue with the Titans coming in. We said they didn't have any depth at receiver. But that's why I think you give them so much credit, the fact that a revolving door, not just at receiver, not just at running back, but all across this roster, and they're still sitting there in an AFC that has the Chiefs and the Bills and the Patriots and the Colts. The Titans are still sitting there in control of the number one seed. I think that's impressive. And now they're getting, you know, fully loaded for the playoffs. So yeah, I think people are sleeping on the Titans because nobody's looking at Ryan Tannehill because the quarter, it's a quarterback-driven league still. Nobody's looking at Ryan Tannehill compared to the Josh Allens and Patrick Mahomes of the world, and, and they're, they're not afraid of them. They're not, they don't have Bill Belichick, right? But I think they have a very good coach in Vrabel. Tannehill's solid. They got the playmakers. Yeah, Tennessee is as dangerous as any of those top AFC teams. And critically, like if Tannehill, over the period of time, Derrick Henry has been healthy and in the lineup, probably has the best PFF grade of any quarterback in the NFL. He's certainly top three he's up in there. that period. Yeah. Like He's got consistent... 90 plus PFF grades as long as Derrick Henry's in the backfield. Derrick Henry goes out of the backfield. Tannehill's grade is not the same thing, whether it's in Tennessee or whether it's Miami before that. So as much as I agree 100 percent, like in in abstract terms, in a, you know, in a neutral team in a random average team in a neutral venue, you're going to take Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or basically any other quarterback in the, the playoffs over Ryan Tannehill. But with Derrick Henry in the backfield, that has been documented to be a different quarterback. So there's every chance that Ryan Tannehill becomes a significantly better player in the postseason if Derrick Henry is back. And don't forget, halfway through the season, we were talking about Tennessee's stretch of play where they beat all these good teams. They've lost a little luster because they did lose a couple key games, but here they are, again, in position to get the number one seed. Derrick Henry's coming back, and the Titans have, as I like to say, just multiple ways to win here in January in the playoffs. Derrick Henry's back. It's PFF, NFL Daily.